Welcome to the Soul Liberated Life Podcast, where you come to activate the remembrance of who you are, unlock the gifts you're here to offer, and unleash the co-creative experience you're here to love through. I'm your host, Jody Rodenbaugh, sharing deep wisdom and life intelligence through my life and death experiences, and through my gifts in liberating and expanding powerful soul-led leaders and your lineage. Every episode holds timeless wisdom and potent messages to call your soul back home and into her wildest dreams and deepest desires. Just strap on your headphones, breathe into your heart, expand your mind. Let's go. We're going to talk about today and potentiality. I like to use vocabulary. Those of you who don't know, I was a teacher for 16 years. So <laughs> teaching is in my blood. It's who I am. I'm here to bring you the downloads, bring you the information. And when I use vocabulary in teaching, I'm literally helping you recode new belief systems. So when we think about the word potentiality and even breaking that word down into parts, we have potent and then we have potentiality. Now I'm going to read to you the definitions of potentiality. Even I, until I looked and Googled it, didn't really fully grasp. And it's so interesting how we've been given these words. And I am here to break stigmas around labels and words and restructure words. I remember the first time, this is a little tangent, but that's how we roll. I remember the first time I got my first download of, a, of my first program, which was Sexy Soul Makeover. And at that time, it was 2011, 2012, almost 2012. I've been a coach since 2011. So I've been around a minute or two in the coaching field. But when I got that download, I was so afraid to teach about sexy. I was a solo mama at the time. Those of you who don't know, I briefly alluded to it and I'm gonna get, I'm not gonna get too much into my story because it takes a while, but I'm gonna sprinkle it in over these next two days. But one of the things for you to know is that I was widowed in 2011 or 2008, 11-11 of 2008. My husband was accidentally killed by a routine rotator cuff surgery where the anesthesia accidentally went into his main artery. And I was 15 weeks pregnant with our third child. And six for six years, I was a solo mama. I'm remarried now. And those six years, <laughs> those six years taught me everything I really need to know and didn't know I wanted to know or didn't know I needed to know. But as a solo mama raising three girls, I remember like, sexy, really? You want me to teach about sexy? Like, who am I to teach about sexy? Like, I'm not even sexy, what is this? But I was, because how I defined, not me, but how God, how the voice, how the invisible, how my team, showed me what sexy was, is it's really the feeling of being alive. 
So sexy is feeling alive in the naked of who you really are. That's it. That's where it all comes from, is feeling alive in this vulnerable nakedness. But what we're going to talk about over these next two days is how we close ourselves off, how we cover ourselves up with all of these things that, you know, society tells us that we should and shouldn't do. So being raised in the way that I was, I was afraid to use the word sexy. I was afraid to use the word fuck. But that's, that's how I'm being <laughs> shown to communicate this stuff. And if you know me, you know, I'm not too shy about using all the words, especially the good words. <laughs> so potentiality. Let's take a look at this word. It is having great power, influence, or effect. Now, that's one definition. Another part is being able to achieve an orgasm. Mm-hmm. Being able to reach an orgasm, achieve a hard-on. I actually like to use the word heart on. I think I first learned or heard that word listening to Joe Dispenza, but it makes perfect sense. I'm gonna show you in these master keys that I'm teaching you. I'm gonna teach you five master keys actually. But when you think about potentiality, it's a crescendo. It's this place where we, we come up it's that place in our story where everybody's holding on to their seats right before the climax, right? Where everybody's like, I just went to the movies. I don't ever go to the movies, really. <laughs> but I just went to see Top Gun. And it's that part in the movie where everybody's holding on to their seats and they cannot wait to see what's happening. But what we're going to talk about, what we're going to find out is that we don't ever allow ourselves to get to the climax we hold back from the juicy parts. We hold back from the climax. We literally contract in and hold that climax in. We're not gonna do that anymore because the potency is letting that juice flow, letting our juice out. That is where we become magical beings. And we have a job to do. We have a job, we have a responsibility. We came down into this body in this one life. This is the only, this right here is the only life partner that you will have for your entire life. Guaranteed for your entire life as long as you're a living, breathing human being. We cannot predict the circumstance of any partner that we are with. We cannot predict the circumstance of anything in our life that is God's job. That is the invisible's job. That is not our job. Our job is to maintain co-regulation inside of our body and get everything in check. The master keys that I'm going to teach you over the next five, over the next two days. The other thing is about potentiality is that there's a latent quality about it that 
develops over a period of time. What we want as humans is this automatic response. So we decide that we want something. We decide that we're going somewhere and we expect it in a snap of a finger. We want it now. When we think it, we want it now. Now, if we miss the whole assignment, we're gonna stay trying to control the entire, the entire picture. And we're gonna miss the whole point in the co-creative process. So, what I like to teach, and you probably have heard these before, I like to teach that when we play in life, we're either playing in one of three fields. We're playing in a predictable field, a possible field, and a field of potentiality. Now, we cannot sustain any one of these places without getting our body to go with us. Most people are playing in the field in this realm of predictability. What I'd like you to see that you may not have seen, even hearing other people talk about this, is that when you're playing in a field of predictability, you're playing in a field of the past. You're playing in what was, not where you are, not where you wanna be, but where you were. So when my husband died, and you think about these three realms, I'll explain it in those terms. When my husband died, when I would focus on what was, where we were, I would create unnecessary trauma inside of my body, inside of my brain, inside of my cellular DNA. My husband was not there anymore. He wasn't even here anymore. And what we think is this physicality. I had to have a relationship with him in ways that I had never experienced before because I was unwilling to let go of the relationship and believe these constructs that he was just gone. He was now in heaven. God needed him. God must have needed him more than you needed him, Jody. <laughs> Does that even make sense? God, God is all that ever was and ever will be. How does he need something? Man-made construct. So every time my brain, my body, my soul was focused on what was, I was in grief and trauma. I was stuck in the past. Most people are operating their life plugged in to predictability. They're plugged into what was, where they have been, what you have been doing. They're literally repeating history, Groundhog Day, over and over and over again. Now, 
when I started to focus on life, the meditation, the, the truth that life was still in me because I had, I was pregnant. It was truth. Life was still in me. When we begin to move from this predictable realm into possibility, we can now start to see light, light at the end of the tunnel. We now have hope. We now have a breath of fresh air. The number one thing that people tell me after a coaching call or when we have a first call is, I can breathe again. You're a breath of fresh air. Yeah, I'm a breath of fresh air because I'm pulling you out of fucking predictability. If you want to stay there, that's your business. <laughs> I'm not coming down into your hellhole, though. Groundhog Day, I see that. Yep. So there are things that we change. There are things that we adjust in our life. We might get a new car. We might get a new job. We might get a new man. <laughs> We might change our outfits. We might, you know, get a new wardrobe. We might get Botox. We might, you know, do these things that appear to be like we're growing, that appear to be like life is changing, but life doesn't change from anything outside of ourselves. It only changes from within. So when we start to move into possibility, possibility is now. Possibility is this place where you can breathe again. It is. It is. So predictability is what was. Possibility is what is. This is where life turns on. When you are stuck in predictability, you can't even dream. You can't even see that there is light. You're so stuck in what was and what you're still trying to control and what you can't control that you burn out, you, you die in Groundhog Day. But when that light comes on, now is possibility. And sometimes we see that possibility in others. Sometimes it takes being around other people that, that are in a place where we would like to be. So we can see what is possible. But even when we see what is possible, there's still more. There's still more. There's what we cannot see. But we have been programmed and conditioned to fear what we cannot see. But what we cannot see is potentiality. Potentiality is a feeling, it's an experience. And as humans, we came into this lifetime with a contract. We said, we gave our word that we were here to live. We were coming to live. It's not that complicated. We were coming to live, but most of the time, do we even feel alive? Do we even feel free? 
most of the time we feel stressed, we feel overwhelmed, we're working, we put work above all else. Even when I created my business, I created my business from a foundation of how I wanted to live my life. What did I want my life to look like? What did I want my days to look like? And because I came from education, I call it the brick box, coming from the brick box, and I call it the brick box, not because it's bad and wrong, <laughs> but it's a brick box. It's a brick box. And what happened, why I left, was not because the bat brick box was bad and wrong. It was because I outgrew the fucking brick box. And when you outgrow the brick box, you got to fucking move. Even when things are good. I built a custom-built home with my late husband, Thor, which I like to call him early husband because it doesn't even make sense. Who made that shit up anyway? Late husband. He's early. He died early. Okay. <laughs> I get why we call it late husband, but it doesn't make sense. We built this home as our forever home. I literally designed it on graph paper three years. I saw my family that I hadn't even created yet in the house. I have this ability as a visioneer, I have a, this ability to literally put myself and my family and everything else into the vision. I knew how we were going to operate before we even were an operating family. I thought this was going to be our forever home. And two years after we got it built with our third child, two other children under five years old, He's not in physical realm anymore. The home became my safe haven. Little by little, I stepped from the predictable realm into the possible realm. I would breathe a little bit more. I would walk a little bit more. Some days I would crawl a little bit more. Until all of a sudden, the fog lifts. The fog lifts and you realize, wow, there's so much more out there. I know that I need to cross this bridge in front of me, but I've never been there before. It's foggy. I can't see the other side. But there's something inside me that knows that it's better than where I'm standing, even if where I'm standing is pretty fucking good. So each time, and then when it came time for me to meet my now husband, I knew I couldn't stay there anymore. I'd outgrown that box, even though I loved that box. I can, I can cry right here just thinking about the home. It's a physical home, but it was my safe haven. It was my safe haven. It provided us safety, security, the things that we as humans value above all else is feeling safe. I'm gonna show you how that also screws us in the end. But potentiality, 
it happens in potentiality. And as you go across this continuum, this bridge of sorts, moving from predictability and into possibility. Possibility is like standing on the one side of the bridge. If you could imagine, this is, this is what vision came to me when I knew that I needed to leave education. I was sitting in my office and I was awake, but I was having this lucid dream in my office. And I saw myself standing on this one side of the bridge and like I said, there was fog on the other side. I could not see the other side. I knew that I needed to leave education. I knew that there was something else out there for me. I knew that even though I was in a mission-based business of sorts, I'm always gonna be in mission. Even though that was my purpose, that was my mission, we still move on if We've outgrown the space that we're in. I outgrew it. There was something more. I couldn't get what I needed to get done with children any longer. And even in my last four years, I knew that because I wasn't teaching in the classroom anymore. I was coaching teachers. I had like, I don't know, 161 teachers that were under me that I was coaching in areas of STEM. So science, technology, engineering, and math. But when I decided to leave, I, I started to see people walking around as if they were dead, as if they lost their husbands, as if something happened to them, as if they had this big T trauma. You don't have to have big T trauma. What I mean by big T trauma is there's, there's obvious traumas that occur in our life. And they can be traumas if we haven't dissolved and resolved the emotional stagnation that's in our bodies that gets stuck there. And I coach so many people who grew up in households whose parents died, siblings died, whose siblings were sexually abusing them, fathers who were sexually abusing them their entire fucking lives. They were never allowed to speak about anything emotionally. And we just pack these bags and carry them with us. It's no wonder we can't dream. How can we dream when we're carrying around all this heavy weight, all of this heavy burden? So there's big T trauma, but there's also the little T trauma that comes with things when we haven't been allowed to express ourselves emotionally. When we've been told, suck it up, stop crying, don't cry. There's nothing to be sad about. Not all of this stuff is done with ill intention. It's done because we're, we're a society that's uncomfortable with feelings. We're uncomfortable with feelings. I'm guilty of it sometimes too. Last night even, my mother called me and she was crying. Her air conditioner wasn't working and she was stuck in, I'll get ready to tell you about, um, let's see, where is that? Key two, I think. I'll tell you about that. But she was stuck in this place and wasn't able to see into possibility and potentiality. And I find, found myself going into, come on, like in my mind, come, stop crying. 
snap out of it. Instead, I had to pull back because I can, I can hold that space for clients, but when it's people that you freaking love, your children, your husband, your parents, to hold that space without getting in their box, without wanting to shut them down because we're uncomfortable feeling what it is that they're feeling because we are feeling beings, I had to do my inner work real quick so that I could hold space for her. For her so that I could have compassion for her, so that I could reach in, lean in to where she was without getting in her shit. And what people don't realize is when you block someone else's emotions, you're blocking your own. It's like taking a medication. It's like taking a Prozac or whatever. When you block one feeling, you're blocking all the feelings. You're numbing it out. So when you start to walk across that bridge into potentiality, what you realize is that you got to let go of control. You got to release control. And that's something that is really difficult to teach without teaching you in real time, without going through a process with you where you're able to see all the cracks and crevices of how you're still trying to control everything that's not your fucking business to control. The only thing that you need to control is what is inside of here and what you do about that. The actions that you take, what you think, what you feel, how you emote, how you respond, how you react, how you move, how you behave. That's all on you. Whether or not you get out of your robe, whether or not you get in the gym, that is on you. Whether there's a tornado, someone gets in a car accident, something else happens, that none of that's on you. Whether or not the money comes into your pocketbook, into your bank account, is not always on you. There are sometimes circumstances beyond your control and it doesn't mean that you're a bad human. It means that there's something else going on and it takes skill. It takes a fine tuning, intuitive being. And I'm gonna show you in these, in these master keys how we begin to do that. Hey beauty, I hope you enjoyed today's transmission. If you found this valuable, we would love to know by giving us your rating and review, and of course, by sharing the good word with your people. To get closer access to me, come on over to IG at Jody Rodenball and search Soul Liberated Life on Facebook to enter our complimentary Facebook group. If you'd like to know how to partner with me for your liberation and deeper ways you can learn from me, just send me a DM on the IG or FB. I'd love to hear from you. Until the next episode, remember, there's magic to be unleashed inside of you and miracles beyond your wildest dreams ready for you to answer your call. You coming?